Yo, what's going on? I'm Sal Di Benedetto, aka the Grub Father, and you're listening to Growing Up Italian Podcast. The Growing Up Italian Podcast, hey. and we are here to tell you what our friend, Saldi Benedetto. How you doing? Did I say that right? You said it right. right. Di Benedetto, it means uh, of good words, I think, in Italian. Di Benedetto. Di Benedetto. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So. I wish I had a last name like that. <laughs> that's fancy. You, do you know what yours translates into at all? Or? I don't know. It's, it's one letter off from being donkey. Okay. I know that. If <laughs> so it was we're going the opposite direction. <laughs> we're going to be thankful for that one letter off. <laughs> what does Laguercio mean? I don't know. I didn't want people are gonna look it up, but it's supposedly is a centaur. You know, a centaur like half man, half horse. Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so, supposedly. So he's got the half donkey. I'm hey, a full donkey. Yeah. <laughs> but we're, well, we're cousins, so that's exactly. why. Exactly, yeah. so it works. There that's you why go. I, work. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty relatable, right there. You know. But yeah. you guys both speak fluent Italian. He speaks better than me. Oh, you speak better than him. Yeah, right, you speak right. pretty good because I see you. You're like I speak. I speak. Oh, I, I speak dialect. But the thing is, his mom. Is straight off the boat. Oh, okay. My dad's off the boat too, but he always spoke to me in English growing up. Like his mom, like really spoke full time. Now she speaks only English, but I feel like growing up he was like, and then he grew up in the house of my nonna too. So it's like that helps. He like super super Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah my then, dad, my dad's mom came right off the boat from Sicily, and okay. she would speak mostly English to him because she wanted him to learn English. Mm -hmm. But she spoke a lot of Italian, so he can actually understand everything in Italian. But he can't speak really that much words of it, which is like kind of weird. Understanding is half the battle because if yeah. you can understand, you could figure out a way to put sentences together. Exactly. Yeah. So is that is your are you Italian on both sides? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sicilian mostly, and uh, some Napoli Don in there. Got uh, a little Romanian in me, but we don't really talk about. No, that. it's funny. We, <laughs> we spoke about doing a podcast a long time ago because I remember like Tommy from Long Island Italian was like, "You gotta do a podcast with my boy." Mm. And then it was like through him. So like then the second we met, like we hit it off and I'm like, yeah. let's do it. Yeah, you yeah. know, I feel like, like we met, met, I was like, oh, my, this is like one of my dudes. I yeah, was exactly. Like, you know, but I feel like you have that kind of energy where you're very welcoming and you're kind of like you're a pack leader, dude. Yeah. So like same you know. as you. Oh, I mean, if it wasn't for you, we would have met Sebastian Maniscalco. Uh, that was, a, yeah. I think, that was like a, um, that was like a golden day for like all of us, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Even the fact that because we obviously like hadn't really met, I hadn't met Cooge, I hadn't met um, Mo, but oh, yeah. like just being able to like give everybody that opportunity like felt really good because mm -hmm. I can recognize what everyone's doing yeah, out yeah. there. So for me, I was like, listen, this is like I call Sebastian like mm -hmm. the godfather of Italian culture. Yeah, right now. he he's right now he's the biggest in Italian American culture. And that day I met him, I actually was like telling him that he made it cool to be Italian-American without like having to be like yeah. mobster or yeah. Jersey Shore. Because so, he brought it real. You know? Exactly. He was like, when you're watching him on your TV screen at home, you're like, all right, like this is like, I feel like this is my family talking, you know? Exactly. So he hits home in that sense. And I think that's why he kind mm -hmm. of like, he like has everyone's heart, right? Because he's like one of yours. Mm -hmm. So... It was just like a good feeling to uh, just be able to kind of like not only do that day with him, but bring you guys into it. That was awesome. Yeah, that was great. And I, we appreciate the invite. How how exactly did that happen? Because we were all like 
the bang on the way there. Uh-huh. Like, even Rock, like, we were all talking, like, how did this guy, yeah. right, a food influencer, yeah. get Sebastian to do all these fucking meet and greets? Right? Yeah, you would think that I had to pull all these all these strings, but um, so I actually took a call. So here's the thing. I'm a businessman, right? I mm-hmm. love business. I'm an entrepreneur in my heart, and I always believe that you always take a call, no matter what, right? Yeah. So even if um, it's a product that I don't think I'm going to be into, even if it's um, you know, something that's just, uh, it's whatever. So I, I kind of knew off the bat that my call with these people was not going to produce business, but mm-hmm. I just said, maybe there's something I can learn from it. You know, you got to keep your eyes and your ears and your heart open in business. So I took the call and towards the end of the call, I was like, all right, you know, suspicions confirmed. This is not going anywhere. But at the end of the call, they're like, and you know, like, we're just like so impressed with you. Like Maniscalco's wife follows you. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, uh, Lana Gomez, like she follows you. And I was like, oh. I didn't realize that. So I like got off the phone with them, went on Instagram, and she was following me. So I immediately messaged her. So that, that call led to that. Wow. Kind of. So I, I, I messaged her, and I was just like, hey, I was like, you know, I'm a huge fan of Sebastian and you, and like I love, you know, just all of your chemistry with everything. I was like, um, you know, just send him my love, you know? And then he actually wound up following me like two hours later. And then See, you got to go for the wife. <laughs> if the wife wants you to do something. Yeah, well, that's exactly what it is. And she told me that she was a huge fan of my content. And then I guess they started kind of like following what I was doing. And um, I got a call from his agent. And then, you know, the conversation was in talks for a while. COVID hit. All these different things happened. But we finally made it happen. And uh, it was a dream come true. I mean, you know, he gave me such a great opportunity. And we have a bunch of stuff dropping from that day. So, like, nothing has even... Yeah, really, nothing's nothing even such hit. Yeah, because yeah, you had, like, two videographers Very there. professionally done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be a mix of, like, food porn kind of stuff. As well as, like... As uh, well as Sam's Ramsdale yeah. opening her oh mouth. Oh, my God. That was an <laughs> iconic moment, though. I mean, that yeah, was crazy. But it's going to be good. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to drop all those, uh, all those little tidbits. But... Yeah. He also has a huge Long Island fan base. Yes. Because he did, uh, he was the first person to sell out the UBS arena. Yep. So it just goes to show, I think um, you and him were the perfect fit because you're one of the biggest, if not the biggest influencer in Long Island. So like for you to put together, you know, a day of content for him goes a long way because it gets him more in touch with that neighborhood. And then maybe people, when they come again, they'll go see him again. Exactly. And that's what I told him. We were going, you know, back and forth a bit on like, what should we do? How should we make this collaboration happen? And I told him straight up, I was like, Sebastian, if you are looking for your people, you will find them on Long Island. You know, like that is the people for you. So um, I'm so glad that he like went with that, you know, and and then it turned into the day it was. And I was just like, and when the day was done, I I got so smashed. I was like, wow, that is such a pressure. You must have slept like a baby. That's legendary, bro. That was crazy. People Thank like you. look up to Sebastian and the fact that you're able to. Yeah, it was like meeting one of your idols. Yeah, like, that's yeah, what it was. Great. I mean, I, the whole day I kept calling him an icon. He's like, I don't know. You know, but it's like. He's super humble too. When we walked in, he recognized Kuj. He goes, Kuj. <laughs> I was like, I told Kuj on the way home, like, bro, the fact that he knows like, yeah. who you are. Yeah. Shows that you're onto well, something. Well, that's because like, you know? Kuj is going places. I like, exactly. If I could put money in uh, Kuj stock, I would. <laughs> Kuj coin. I would say Kuj coin. Can we start that? Yeah. <laughs> the best is let's not tell him about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Let's yeah. just do it. True businessman right yeah, here. Exactly. But, so um, where, yeah. where do you come from in Long Island? I grew up in Hop Hog. Um, is it Hop Hog or Hop Hog? I call it Hop Hog. Uh, I mean, it's it, not from there. Hop Hog? No, okay. No, no. I mean, at least how I call it is Hop Hog. So growing up in Hop Hog? Hop Hog, middle of the island, uh-huh. 
not there. Is that Nassau? No, it's Suffolk. But, oh, yeah? you know, it's just like an industrial park. A lot of business happens there. Uh, my high school looks like a prison. You know, it's not really. Uh, I remember much to... like I used to go there a lot because of um, Zachary's, you know, mm-hmm. spa. Yeah, I've heard of that. It's like a club right next to the old um, Aura, I think it's called. Okay. They're like two clubs next door to each other. Oh, you know what? They did used to have clubs over there. Was yeah. it by like, um, it was in like a little shopping center, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to like heavy promote that yes, place yes. too. Yes, yes. I, I used to promote oh, there. Oh, there you Friday go. Nights. Look at that. Full circle. Wow. But um, now I live in a place called Babylon. Yeah, I heard of Babylon. Yeah, and um, I actually grew, started my life in Seaford. Then we went to Hop Hog, and then I Seaford is even further, right? That's on South Shore. Yeah. So you know, you have like Long Island is like the North Shore, mm-hmm. the South Shore, and then and I the like, middle. I was in the, the middle, yeah. You know, the middle is an interesting place, but uh, I definitely I love the North Shore. That's where my um, you know, my restaurant is, and then the South Shore is where I like love to live and just be on boats and go to Fire Island and stuff. How did you start doing like social media marketing? Because I feel you're a powerhouse. I see you running a bunch of pages. Yeah. Um, I see you like your food content's great, and I feel you were kind of in front of the trend, you know, and you adapted with the new trends. Yeah. Before you answer that, how long ago did you start? Like five years, five or six like years. Five years deep. Yeah. So that's why, like, when you guys started, you started this four years this ago. Six I mean, years. Isn't it so? We started awesome? a podcast four years, but like. Instagram was going two years before the podcast. Oh, okay. So it was even further before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before. See, and that's amazing, right? Like we can all look back at those like moments and be like, wow, you know, we've built this thing for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. It's a great thing to like, you know, just look back on. But um, I got started actually, like I've been in the hospitality industry my whole life. I started at 12 as a uh, dishwasher. 12. Well, Isn't uh, this I illegal? Mean, <laughs> it might have been, but my dad was doing pina colada stands at, you know, my dad owns pina colada stands at San Gennaro. Oh, okay. Yeah, like we do, we've been doing street fairs our whole life. That's so a I've, big business. It's a huge business. And I've been like talking to people and, you know, whipping out pina coladas and making lemonade and like, you know, hustling people for like, you know, since I was born, my parents met at San Gennaro. So, See, like uh, us, like the first generation of like business owners, it's great to see like how you're doing something. Similar to what your dad's doing, but on a different level. Yes. Right? Like, not only are you, like, you have that storefront, but you're also, like, doing um, social media marketing for businesses that don't know how to do it. Now, that's what brings me to my question. Yeah. Does your dad know what you do? He, <laughs> he at first, actually was just, like, like when I said I was going to quit my job, because I was a marketing director for a tattoo school for, like, three months. And I was, like... I do not want to work for someone else's dream. Like, this is just something I really am, like, struggling with because, yeah, nothing wrong with that business. That guy was doing great for himself, and he taught me some things and gave me, like, that little inspiration to get into, like, marketing on social media. Mm -hmm. But at the same rate, too, I was just struggling so hard with putting in my valuable time and efforts and thoughts into, like, building someone else's bank account while I'm sitting there making 30000 a year, you know, like, sitting at his kitchen table doing this. So... When I told my dad, he's like, oh, could you? You know, like, yeah, you're going to go back to being a waiter and yeah, try this thing. Study check. Yeah. And so um, now I look back and, you know, he's so supportive and he gets it. Now he gets he it. He gets it. Yeah, he gets it. I How mean, long did it take him when to the get fu- it? When the fuzzles are in, he gets yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Once I was like paying <laughs> Once he sees and pulls out the silk uh, snake, how you doing? <laughs> he's like, all right. He's doing okay. Yeah. But he always told me growing up, he was like, Sal, you got lavish taste. So I really hope that you are Make like able money. to, you know, do this. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So, yeah. So, actually, um, I started as a dishwasher, and then I transferred into a busboy, and then I became a waiter. And I was a waiter for, like, 10 to 12 years uh, before okay. I started at a spot in Brooklyn called Brooklyn Commune. 
That was in um, Brooklyn. What Brooklyn Commune? It was in Windsor Terrace. Okay. Um, but they had like a little dinner service, and the chef was really talented. So I started taking pictures of their food. I started doing their Instagram. Started getting busy from it, and then um, I was like, "All right, I think maybe I got something here." And I got another client, and then another client, and then at eight, I uh, left being a waiter, and then I just kind of started growing from there. At eight, you said eight clients. At eight clients, okay. Yeah. So how long ago was this? That was probably like six years ago, five, six years ago. The Grubfather and the Connect Agency, which is my agency for like um, content creation oh, and yeah, social yeah, media okay. marketing, mm -hmm. that's all. That all like was at the same time. The Connect actually came first, mm -hmm. and then I was at a influencer event, and someone was like, "Do you have a blog? Like, because you're doing all this work with restaurants, like you should start a blog." And it was my friend Caitlin actually, and um, I was like, "That's not a bad idea." So I started it. And then originally the name was gonna. The original name was Veni Vidi Vici Foodie. I like that. <laughs> I kind of like. It's kind of long. It's a it was. It was a mouthful. Triple, was, triple V's. Yeah, triple V's. Veni Vidi Vici. But um, that's that tattoo is the most common Italian American oh, tattoo. Yeah. Oh, I came. Yeah, I saw yeah. a conquest. It's like that, and then and God we trust. Like that's yeah. one and two. Yeah, it's like those two. Uh, then you got me who has like you know tie on my arm, but I got that in Thailand, so it's, yeah. it's authentic. We're good. But um. Yeah, so I, I, I just kind of like went down that route and uh, it, it, I had a few really great moments that made me propel and that was it. That's great. So you, you, when you got eight clients, you left. And then would you say most of your clients came from word of mouth? Yeah. It's the best way. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I have no contracts. No? None. Not you just one. go month by month? Month by month. You know why? I never heard of that. I know. That's crazy. It's crazy. It gets me nervous. Just think about that. But you know what? Here's what I'll say is that even though it sounds so stupid, it actually pushes me and my team every month to make sure that our clients have a smile on their face. Yeah. And um, I got to be honest with you, it's just one of those things where I'm so confident in my work and confident in what we do that I'm not, uh, you know, and I know restaurant industry is very tough, right? One month, you might be like, profiting and doing really great the next month food costs go up and all of a sudden you're you're in a really bad you gotta spot raise your prices you gotta raise your prices so listen as a re i understand restaurant industry so i always leave owners a little flexibility because um i never want someone to pay me money that they don't feel good about you know yeah it's very true. big on like karma the karmatic circle do you feel the trends and content has changed oh my god yeah because because i feel like because i've been doing our instagram really serious for about six years just like you and i feel six years ago it was more photos and mm -hmm. now we're doing more videos like photos don't get likes and engagement dude i could have i used to i used to clock like 10 to twenty thousand on a photo now what? still photo if i put up that photo now i would be lucky to crack a thousand yeah, why is that though why do videos just hit more i noticed that with obviously growing up italian too just videos are way you know more, more shareable. It's you shareable. Know? You know, you have that chance to relate to someone really well because, you know, think about it. What was really the premise of um, media, right? It was television. Right. Because you were able to take the idea of radio and bring it onto television and make it Visualize visual. Visualize it, yeah. Now you could take a photo and make it a video, you know, and you have this, like, kind of new concept of, like, um, television, yeah, but it's on, right. your, it's on your phone. It's funny you say it because I compare... Social media content, especially our TikTok, to television all the time because now we're like getting recognized in the middle of the street, like, oh, that's growing up a town, that's growing up a yeah. town. And what I tell a lot of people is like, now people don't sit down and watch that nine o'clock no. show, they're on TikTok, yeah, or they watch 
their shows at their convenience. They don't got to rush home at nine o'clock. It's like you have it on HBO Max or whatever. And like whenever you want to watch it, it's there. Yep. So I feel like influencers like us in five years, our prices is going to even oh, go it's up going up more. and up. Yeah. yeah. So I think I was actually talking to Kuja about it when we were driving to here. He gets Long recognized Island. more than yeah. Ever oh, seen it was anybody. it was literally insane. I was just like, wow, this is like crazy. I like loved it, but um. We were talking about how, like, you'll be watching TV, and you're watching a, a show that you really like, but what happens five minutes in? You're like... You go to your phone. You're on your phone. Right, you know? Right. So it's just, like, one of those things where you're kind of like... All Our right. attention span is horrible. It's, okay. it's In today's crazy. world, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's background noise. Like, the TV's background. The only, the only TV, really, is, like, live sports. That's, like... Yeah. Other and than that... Listen, I'll, t- I'll put it to you this way. Radio kill... Uh, TV killed the radio star... And I guarantee you, social media will kill the TV. Isn't that star. a song? TV yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio Kill. That's what I'm saying. That's like, GTA. But no? now we need a remix version of it now. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that's the TikTok killed the photo star. <laughs> so, as far as video content, I feel at first it was like making the food. Yeah. Now there's like a sensation of people trying the food. Right. So, <laughs> being that you're always eating all this crazy, like, Challenge food, mm-hmm. I want to call it. Yeah, it's like, like um, obscene stuff. Grub porn, food porn. Yeah, yeah. What, what I like about Sal is he actually takes a bite. Right? Yeah, How exactly. many times do we see somebody? Yeah. Like, oh, you're like, taking ah, shots at Sal- Kush? No, no uh, even <laughs> cool. Yeah, even Kush. He takes a little baby bite. He takes a little baby bite. Sal, he like gets down and dirty. I'm like, yo, that's the kind of bite I want to see. Yeah. To me, it's satisfying <laughs> seeing that. Well, I mean, you got to like try the food, right? Because uh, you can't recommend anything to like. My biggest thing is this: you cannot recommend food to people on social media if you have a following and not stand by that. And you'll never food. post like a good rev- like a bad no. review. Yeah. I'd rather, honestly, dude, I would rather die than post a bad review because hurt somebody, like yeah. I'm not hurting no one's business. I'm not doing any of that. Like I said, karma is a real thing, yeah. and you know, you just gotta like give it forward and. You know, listen, you had have a bad day. You could have a bad week. You could have something going on. That, you know, going I don't know what's on, going yeah. on. And it's just not for me. At this point now, I'm trying to find the best restaurants. So even when I go somewhere, I've scouted them out. You know, if I'm agreeing to work with a client, I've scouted them out. I've tried the food. I'm taking you on for like, because um, I believe in your brand, you know. Um, it's like when you came by my shop the first time we were hanging out. You ate and you're like, I'm going to come back and do a video. I was like, all right. Yeah. Because like, I mean, I caught that one like really quick, but I was like, let me at least like get something on there just because I want to show like you guys support because yeah, yeah. like there's so much in common here and I feel yeah. like we become friends. So I'm like, you know, if I can use something for, for my friend to help him out and your family's business and your dad is the man, like yeah, I'm going to do that, you know? Sometimes it's not about like whatever else. It's about just like doing good for people and you know, what you guys are doing too for the Italian community here in New York and around is amazing as well. You know? oh, thank you, man. That means a lot. And, you know, we do it for that reason because so many people like gravitate towards us and we get so many positive messages, but also we get negative messages. Oh, yeah. So being that... Fuck the trolls. How, how, how do you, <laughs> that's, that was going to be my segue to that. How do you like handle negative comments like, People that are like, oh, this video sucks. Or, oh, the food looks dry. This video looks dry. dry. Listen, at or, the end of the day... Why did you put mozzarella sticks on top of the sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> Which I have a feeling is going to happen. No, when I filmed downstairs uh, with that, what is it, the 2.0? Yeah, yeah. Um, That's but, what's on uh, the agenda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do that. We're going to do He's that. going for the growth but, um, stuff. Yeah. But listen, for me, like you can't... It's almost impossible to offend me at this point in my life. You know, I've built an incredible business for myself. I've built a name in an industry that I care about. I, I hope that I'm going to keep going far. It would really take a lot for someone to offend me at this point because I'm so comfortable in myself that 
I'm just like, I don't know. I don't want to say untouchable. I just want to feel like I'm just like not like in a place where you online could do anything to disrupt my peace. Unfazed. You know, I'm still going to cash that check. I'm still going to eat that food. I'm still going to wear those silk shirts. I'm still going to be popping in my Fendi shirt. You know, but no, it's like, and it's not, and again, it's not even, um, it's, it's, I think a lot of people sometimes confuse cockiness with confidence, you know? And I, I just take pride in being a confident person, you know, in everything mm-hmm. that I do. So you got to just live bulletproof, especially if you're going to put yourself in the uh, the limelight. Absolutely. You know? Tell us a little bit about the grub shop. Because we visited. Yeah. I had a chicken Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. Fire. Well, That's that good, menu's right? nuts. Yeah, the menu's I mean, nuts. We only had a couple of things that day, but I'm sure you have even more stuff. I, I got to ask. you a little before making the menu? Oh. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, my menu... The big revamp. Yeah, I was high every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and I go get you smoke a little joint, go in the kitchen. Listen, is that the kind of it vibe? helps? It helps for sure. <laughs> um, and you know what? The shop has been such a learning experience, especially because it's like you help all these restaurants out, you do all this amazing stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I would say that it's just like one of those things where it's been a learning lesson. I have definitely maybe you know partaken in those <laughs> activities <laughs> allegedly, to, uh, allegedly, allegedly to uh, whatever. But no, I've had a great time with it. But um, the concept's probably changing soon. I'm just saying it's like very similar to like what I'm doing, like just putting a bunch of stuff in. Yeah, and sandwiches. But, but you're listen, saying the concept's going to change. It's going to change gonna... a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'm like working on it right now. Nice. Like I said, it's a learning lesson. We yeah. opened in the middle of the pandemic. Oh, you did? Yeah. I was, was going to ask how long. Right yeah. in the middle up. of the pandemic. That's and tough, I was man. like, you know what? I like a challenge. I'm going to fucking open up a restaurant in the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you come with heart. That comes with hardships. And you, c- you can't have the grand opening you're really hoping to have. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's been a very, very great journey and one that I've learned a lot on. But it's definitely, uh, it's it's morphing right now. What's the biggest difference? Because you, you're actually, like, doing two things. You're running people's socials. Yeah. And then you're running the back end and your your own establishment plus the socials for your establishment. Yeah. So what are some like pros and cons of owning a business? Not owning like a brick and mortar store, like a actual store you can visit versus yeah. the social media version. Well, the social media, I get to go in and be creative and create all my own stuff and mm-hmm. um, I put it out there and I always tell like business owners, I can take you to here, but you now need to take that from there to hear if you want the true success that of social course, media can course, give you. Yeah. You know, a lot of people the, don't realize that. They though. don't realize that. They want you to take them there. Like, you can leave the horse to water, but it, you can't make, you them, can't drink. make them drink. And the, at the end of the day, a hospitality experience with restaurants is all about what happens when the guest enters through that door. Yeah. Yeah. That is the most important thing. To get a client, you need them to visit three times, they say, right? Yes, exactly. And you have to like impress people with your food, with your aesthetic. And, and it's, again, aesthetic doesn't have to mean it has to be the most fine dining place in the world. Right just to make you feel something. I want to walk into a place and get a vibe, whether it's yeah, like today, um, I was in Queens and I'm staying at this hotel and it's like, uh, there's a Thai spot down the road and this, the place was like so cute inside. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just like this it like was Instagramable. Cool, you're saying. Good. It was just like, I, yeah, like I, I was just like, this feels good and I'm like, excited to eat here. It reminds like me of a shop. Gr- I would the find grub shop, like you have a bunch of like artwork all over the place. So yeah. I get the vibe of like just picking up a sandwich and taking a picture exactly of it right. with the background. Yeah. Yeah. So where would you rank in terms of a good restaurant or a good shop? Would you go like food, service, aesthetic? Like how would you rank those three? You know, it's tough. I would say that like, I, listen, at the end of the day, food is going to take, I think, the biggest president. Yeah, food's yeah. the most important. But it's got to be good. It's got to be good. Because here's the thing. If I'm going to spend my money, I want the, I want to eat something good. Of right? course, yeah. But very close to that is service, in my opinion. Okay. You know, because 
I could go somewhere and, and love the, the food. Wait, if the waiter's rude. Waiter's rude. The guy behind the counter is miserable with his life. You're not going to want to go there It just doesn't again. make me feel good. You know? And I'm just like, I don't want to be here. And right. I want if I want to be somewhere, then I'm going to go back and spend my money. So I feel like a lot of, you know, especially new restaurants are actually going opposite that they want to make the place super Instagrammable mm-hmm. first. Like, so you go in there, you want to film like where you are. And yep. But yeah, you know, you'll get people to film and then walk out though. Like you're not buying anything. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? It's like all those installations they have, like it does what it needs to do for photos. Right. But at the same time too, are you really, are you really building a customer base off of that? True. Yeah. You know, and I think that's like the toughest thing to kind of realize is, how do I, as a business owner, make people want to come back? And I guarantee you that begins with service. Just for reference for everybody watching this podcast right now, and if someone's curious about the kind of you know digital marketing you do, do you want to give like three examples of clients that yeah, you, sure. that you so work with? One is, um, and this is one that I'm actually like most proud of. Well, not most proud of, but like one that I'm very proud of is uh, the Rex Burger and Lobster. Oh, Kuz just went there. Yeah, Kuz just went there. That looked good. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a creative guy. That's like what I take heart in is creativity first and foremost. So I went to this place and it's called the Rex Burger and Lobster. And I signed them on as a client and I'm just kind of like looking at their menu and I'm like, yo, so, and I had just gotten back from Amsterdam and- at that time, I went to this underground, like, secret bar where they were serving this burger. Like a speakeasy? Yeah, they were serving a burger with lobster on it. Okay. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. So then I go to the Rex, and they have this incredible filet mignon sandwich and an incredible lobster roll. And I'm like, how can we take that burger a step further and substitute with the filet? And then I'm like, a fucking surf and turf sandwich. So... That sounds like my dream come true yeah, right dude, there. It was, it was nuts. So How much is a sandwich like that? That, honestly, right now is probably going to run you like th- between 30 and 40 bucks. Yeah, that would be my That's guess. not that bad. It's like not it's that bad. It comes with fries? It comes with fries. Right, yeah. I'm sold. Yeah, I'm sold. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And like this delicious yeah, If it doesn't sauce, come with fries, no good. Yeah. <laughs> but um, So I, I gave them that idea and I filmed it and then Insider picked it up and it went so crazy it went viral. viral it, yeah. Across the internet, it's probably sitting at like 200 million views. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Like yeah. It Let went, me ask you, so the, it's, full, it's a piece of filet mignon and yep. then lobster right chunks on top. on top. Now, is a filet mignon like sliced up no, on it? No, no, no. Just a whole it is a mignon? beautiful chunk of filet mignon lobster. That's impressive. And, and, and buttered roll and the cheese sauce. It's it's crazy. So ideas, creativity. That's what they get. Yeah, what else, exactly. What else, you, what else are you bringing to them? Oh, well, I mean, I'm doing their social media. I'm doing all their content creation, the creativity. Uh, we manage their community. So we're you know answering comments, answering messages. Um, also exposure. Yeah, exposure. My page. Your page. Yeah, of course. Your page, yeah. I don't do really you do like, all your clients, or do you post like physically? Yeah. Like, do I post no, on no, my no, clients? on your personal? Page. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. Okay. Like, if if I'm working with you, then I'm going to feature you. Yeah. But it's not exactly like what you're paying for. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because I just I had to. That's the cherry on top. Very early on, I had to. I, I said to myself, I need to separate these two because I want to be in the the creative marketing, social media marketing. You also don't want the owners to say, when are you posting this month? Or when are you posting this month? Which happens a lot. And of course, like I want to make my clients happy no matter what, you know? So if they have something that they really want to push or do, I'm going to like get behind it and help them out with that. But, um, yeah, I mean, so, so So we got Rex burger. We're going to go with, uh, Mario's and Luigi's pizzeria. That was also that one too. Well, we made their, um, I did a few things with them that went. Don't they have like a calzone? Um, yes, they had yeah. the mac and oh, cheese stuffed them? calzone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so you've seen the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's a, that's a thing. You're good like, at what you do. I, at, yeah. Back in the day, you know, before like TikTok and all that, like I was, I was definitely, uh, you know, blowing shit up, I will yeah. say. But um, they had the buffalo chicken, um, 
roll. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like the giant so buffalo chicken, chicken roll. roll. It's a buffalo chicken roll. Yeah. But it was massive, and they did it for parties. Yeah, yeah. It was oh, yeah, the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That went crazy viral. The uh, pasta stuffed calzones went viral. Um, so that was a really cool client. And, you know, they're not a client anymore. Well, they haven't been a client for a long time, but just the work I've done with them. You ever, you've heard of Rob Keys. You went, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So me well, and Lou, Let me tell you something about Rob Keys. That food was... That food left an impression on me. Yeah. Quality? Yeah. It's very good. It's like... Their, uh, veal, their veal chop is uh, is amazing. They must soak it in like buttermilk for like a day. But I know uh, there's, Mia now runs their Instagram, so yeah. that's probably why. Well, I mean, you know, naturally. Yeah, exactly. And it's I don't even... Family. Honestly, to be quite honest with you, the Instagram and all that stuff doesn't even matter. It's more of like the fact that we kind of like blew up together. They've been... I mean, they've been around for many, many mm -hmm. years, but... We, uh, when I first started kind of working with them, Lou brought out this insane fried mozzarella tower. It was like five stacks of fried mutts. And we cut into it, filmed the video. It went pretty big on my page. And then I got a call from Insider the first time I ever worked with them. They were like, can you go back and refilm this? We'd really love to feature this. And that one was like my first smash hit. Viral that clip. went from like, that yeah. brought me from like, I think I had 12,000 followers at the time. That brought me from like 12K to like 30K. And one week type Within like, yeah, Aren't a those week the or best? two. <laughs> that was the best. I wish I had one of those every week. Yeah, and that was like the steam I needed though, really, yeah. to like say, okay, that gives you a nice foundation I'm, I'm here. To build off. Exactly. Of yeah. like I felt like I have some validation here. So I'll always like value that work I did with mm -hmm. them. And it was nice too because they got super popular off of it, um, even more than they were at the time. So it was just like a really nice... That was like a great collaboration. So um, I'm proud of that. So being that you were like doing Instagrams before TikTok, mm -hmm. how well, do you I, feel about TikTok? I, you, I, it? you know, at the beginning I was like, fuck this app. Me too. And, <laughs> yeah. You know what I will say though? is like, I'm an asshole because I'm like loyal and I'm like loyal. I was loyal to Instagram yep, for absolutely same. no reason. I'm going to do this on Instagram and you know, one day Instagram's going to notice that I never sounds made like, a TikTok. Sounds like me. Yeah. And they're going to, they're going to, they're exactly. going to treat me right. And then I'm watching as all these TikTok stars are just like blowing up on Instagram. And I'm like, Oh, I'm like, because they convert. Yeah. Well, they convert. Yeah. yeah. But also at the same rate too, Instagram is in direct competition with TikTok. So what are they doing? They're taking the TikTok stars and they're amplifying them on Instagram because so they, want they don't want those TikTok creators to just stay on TikTok. They want them to use Instagram just as much because yeah. it's beneficial then for them to have those stars on there. How is but your following on TikTok? I'm sitting pretty it. at 6K. I just started we'll doing it again. So You got to be consistent. You gotta just keep posting. Just I just started posting. literally last week posting um, one to three times a day. And I've had a okay. few that kind of started trending up. And I actually, back when I was doing it in the very beginning when it started, I had gotten several viral videos where yeah. like my, this octopus I did was almost at a million views, you know, and I got 5k within like a three week span, but my stupid ass stopped posting. Stopped posting. Yeah. I was just like, Oh, I can't do Instagram and TikTok. I would post one time a day though. One time a day? Yeah. yeah Cause three times you don't give uh, the video a chance to, to like really like yeah. take its like legs. So instead of uh, doing three, like, Four times a yeah, week. Yeah, please help, help me. Just do one a day. One a day. I, I we, will, we aim for one a day. I will say this though. I definitely, myself, I value Instagram more than TikTok. Oh, me too. 100%. I just think like at the end of the Listen, day, Listen, if people, you're, at, if you you're know, working so for if, TikTok, yeah. it doesn't mean no. <laughs> <laughs> no I mean, Instagram, you know, I still love you, baby. People say, oh, <laughs> everybody how many values followers you have, more. you're going to want the followers on Instagram as opposed to TikTok. I will right say that, wrong. Listen, I find that um, in general, Instagram communities are more val valuable, I want to say, than right. 
TikTok communities. And I don't mean that in like a way. I just find that it's more T- like... I, you feel like they might spend the money? Like they might actually go to the place and buy a sandwich? Yeah. I don't, but also I think that I'm a little bit of a different case because I, I do cook and I love doing recipe videos, but I'm mm-hmm. a very local Long Island guy. Now, post-pandemic. Before the pandemic, I was a world traveler because I'm also a... Um, I contribute to Travel and Leisure magazine. Oh, so, great. Well, yeah, yeah, I do like... I write articles. I do social media for them. Oh, um, you do it all, huh? I do it all. I'm a renaissance <laughs> man, man. But... Um, so I was traveling the world back in the day before the pandemic and I was, you know, staying at the best hotels, doing the craziest things and that all stopped. But now actually I'm, I'm getting back into like my back, travel yeah. and leisure stuff. So what I'm saying is that my, my Instagram audience is very much curated to a like Long Luxury, Island, like- New York people that have a good amount of money to spend on like great trips. It's like a tra- yeah. traveling Do you want foodies. it to be just that? No. But like I how, do value how, it a lot. Like right. I love my like my. You're always audience. gonna stay true to the core. Yeah, is what you're saying. Yeah. I love my audience because when I post stuff, I don't really get negative comments. People uplift me mm-hmm. when I like you know had. Um, Instagram gets less negative comments than TikTok. Yeah, we'll say so TikTok's that. full of trolls. Yeah. Exactly, it's like somebody who's just scrolling and happens to see your video. Yeah, yeah, it's right. not somebody who's like following you. But I think that TikTok is extremely valuable in the fact that they revolutionized social media because yeah. they said to they Instagram, everybody a you're shot. not going to be the, the, the monopoly. Only, you're not monopolizing yeah. this. And I think that scared the shit out of Instagram, you know, and that's kind of like whatever. So I, I will say like props to TikTok for doing that. Mm-hmm. And I, I am interested to see like what I can do with it. I don't know. I think the last thing we'll say about TikTok, Instagram for us personally, growing up Italian, TikTok changed every day. Mm. Like TikTok to help us Get like those real viral yeah. clips. And then like, I feel as far as like my friend group, it was like people were all of a sudden like, once we started doing all these like crazy views on TikTok, we were like, Yo, you're doing big things, yeah. huh? Yeah. I'm like, bro, I've been doing big things for four years. Right. Where you, yeah, where, where are you, you, you been at? <laughs> like, TikTok definitely elevated our game. Yeah. It, so. it gave us a platform where we didn't necessarily need a following to to blow up and it'll give anybody really that platform. But then they, they like, we were saying about before converting, like if you get a video with a million views, like, You'll like like if you look at the numbers because every once in a while like I'll look at the analytics and I'll see like one day like oh we jumped up like twelve hundred followers this day and then I'll look on our TikTok and I'll be like oh that video got three million that day oh interesting so people that really like your content will like cross over so I'm definitely I'm giving it a go I'm definitely giving maybe it we'll a do go. a TikTok right now we'll oh, we'll all the time hey let's we'll do, do a TikTok <laughs> oh hey oh, oh. what do I gotta do for a TikTok is it two, like two a, types uh, of Italian no. <laughs> Bro, maybe we'll do a video of like two types of Italians. Like he shows up, you know, fancy. Yeah. How you doing? With, and, then, and then we come with I the baseball that. hat. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, just to get ended off with like that whole conversation is that my audience on Instagram has been very loyal with me. Yeah. And even though I kind of like, I've had two big jumps in my life. One was like the 10,000 to 120,000, which happened over like a two year span. Then the pandemic hit. And, P- and a lot of stuff started moving to video content, which I'd already been doing. That's true, actually. I yeah. never really, like, put too much stock in it. And then I was like, all right, everyone's doing voiceovers. Everyone's doing video. I was like, I've been kind of doing this, but never added the, the voiceover to it. And I found, I found, if you hear some of my first ones, so <laughs> What's awkward. up, Grub fam? <laughs> Yo, Grub fam. It's funny because some people are like, your voice isn't like, what the-. I'm like, that's my radio voice. You know, like I have to command an audience and command attention. So of course, I like I don't know. Like for me, it's like I don't know. I'm just like going to my grubfather, like yeah, voice. Yeah. You know, but so, name, by the way. So Sal, so Sal De Benedetto and Grubfather are they different people? 
You know, I, like it's you it's, thought about it, so it's yes. hard. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I mean, Sal is def, and I hate talking about myself in the third person. Please <laughs> don't don't think I'm that type of guy. But um, I would say that like for me as a person, I am like that world traveler. I like you know very sophisticated things and luxury. You like fancy and, things, you know, like not necessarily luxury, but just things that like are very well thought out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like going to. Uh, you know, I walk into a, the Fendi store, I'm going to get a different experience than shopping at Zara. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's not to say that I can't find good stuff at Zara, yeah, yeah. but like the experience at Fendi is what I strive for. You yeah. know? It's going to fit me better. I like the way you put that together. That's a good, yeah. that's a good analogy. I just like, you know, I like to feel like I'm getting the most out of life, and I feel like nice experiences is what does that for me. Amen. You know? Amen. Before we go, last question. Hit me. What's next for you? Gonna blow up on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey. Guys, make sure to check him out. The Grubfather will put the link in our description. Bonanot. Hey.